Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 32. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And my friends, we are here once again to give you our reactions to one individual chapter of Mockingjay. We are now on Mockingjay Chapter 3. We are. Slowly moving through this thing. I'd love to say that, you know, we're going to get right onto uh, a, 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 some kind of, uh, what do you call that? A role, if you will. A role. Well, I think we might after this holiday season. Yeah. Like, I think that that is what's tripping us up. There's like oh, there's, extra responsibility. There's always something tripping us up. Okay, whatever. It, it, I, I will admit that the last thing was my fault. I, I, I went to the West Coast and spent an entire you know, a week or so there in, in California. And ever since then, it's been crazy. But we're back. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. And if we can blame it on you, that's all the better. <laughs> See, that's what I say. It's a total win-win for, for totally everybody. Totally works for me. For everybody but me, which yes. is, that's fine. Because I thought it was all my fault. No, Because, um, yeah, it's hard to reread this book. Oh, okay. So but the, here's the thing. You didn't, you did not. I didn't re-read. even read this. You didn't reread chapter three. But so that's technically okay. we're not both coming with our view of this. Well, I have a view of this chapter, but we're coming with your notes. With my notes. And my memory of what this chapter is. And I think, I think it's going to be just fine. Here's, mm-hmm. here's the thing though. Um, the cool thing is for folks who listen to this podcast months ahead of, from now you know yeah, they'll never know there was a break the, except for the fact that we spent that we mentioned you, it you know that we spend two minutes talking about the fact that there's been such a long pause between episodes but for those of you who are subscribed as we're recording these episodes we just say want to say thank you so much for for having so much patience with absolutely. us absolutely it's yeah. like the title of the last full-time mom yeah i'm still alive just otherwise distracted <laughs> yes exactly all right, so here we are, chapter three. The very first thing, I, I, what I've done is we're using our Kindles. Yes. And we are highlighting these as, or I'm highlighting as I go along. And I've been making little notes. So, right. Stephanie, I'm going to have you read what's highlighted, and I'll tell you the note that I put in. Awesome. Because I don't know how to view notes on my new Kindle yet. Well, it's I, not something I, will, I have. Do you see the little number yet. one down there? Yeah. That means it's the first note of the yeah. book. And if you just tap on I'll the just number tap one. On the, well, that's easy enough. Now I know. Thank there you. you. Go. Uh, Buttercup's eyes reflect the faint glow of the safety light over the door as he lies in the crook of Prim's arm, back on the job, protecting her from the night. She snuggled close to my mother. Asleep, they look just as they did the morning of the reaping that landed me in my first games. I have a bed to myself because I'm recuperating. Okay, so the note that I have written here is she would have been quite satisfied if you go back to the Katniss who wrote the first couple chapters of The Hunger Games, the first book, that Katniss would be so happy 
to be somewhere close to this position where she's at. Right. You know, she's in a place where she no longer has to worry about Prim's being chosen to be mm-hmm. in the Hunger Games. Uh, her family is being well cared for. Uh, the food is there for them. Maybe it's not an abundance, but it's certainly there. Um, you know, they're they've they're they're being taken from a place where they're malnutrition and and kind of not at a a good healthy weight for themselves. They're kind of because of their starvation, they are being brought up to a healthy weight and maintaining that. There, there's a lot of good things, but here's here's what I I find interesting is is through this she's not satisfied with this place in life, and almost as though she seems now to be more loyal to Peta than she does to Prim. Okay, is it okay? Um, is it loyalty to Peta, or is it that um, self comforting self? Um, she has over the the many months become reliant on his closeness someone who understands what she's been through okay someone who knows that there's someone greater out to get her okay do you somebody so it's more it's more like the absence of Peta is like the absence of her coping mechanism okay then than a switch in loyalty, I think. Okay. I, and that's the only time you'll ever hear me downplay Peter's role in her life. Okay. That he's a coping mechanism. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice. Well, I, I can see that. I, I mean, I guess the big thing is, is that her, her main mission, her She's main... She's lost her companion. Go ahead. Well, it just seems that the, the shift, I, I guess what I, all I'm doing is recognizing that the main purpose, the main the main motivation for her taking actions that she takes used to be uh, instigated to protect them to protect Prim. Mm-hmm. And now it's Prim is no longer the motivating factor of why she does what she does. Right. PETA is, is that motivating absolutely. factor. It, 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 it's almost as before. It's like, you know what? The only thing that matters now is there's that been I, a shift in her motives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the PETA motivates her more than Prim these days. It does. I, I would agree with that. But um, I love that you didn't highlight the last part of this paragraph. And that's, she says, you know, she has a bed to herself because she's recuperating and because no one can sleep with me uh, w- with the nightmares and the thrashing. Mm-hmm. Because she was having this on the train when they were on the victory tour in Catching Fire also. And it was PETA lying next to her in her bed that helped her sleep through the night. Right. So anyway, but... um. Which just, it goes into what, yeah, we're awesome. both saying. So so you want to read the next one, the sure. next highlight that I have? Um, the middle drawer contains my government-issued clothes. Everyone wears the same gray pants and shirt, the shirt tucked into in at the waist. Sorry. You know what this reminds me of? Hmm. You combine this with the imprinted tattoos, you know, the temporary tattoo that they get each morning. Right. You know, it reminds me of, of prisoners. Mm-hmm. You know, especially what is it? Four oh six two one is is that the right number what? for Jean Valjean? Um, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. So, but yeah, but I I I think here, and I'm I was like, you know, everybody is nobody's allowed to take the clothes that they brought. Everybody is issued government issued clothes. That just that phrase, government issued clothes. I I don't I don't think if you just read that casually. 
that you really understand the implication of those words. Right. Could you, I mean, here's the deal. When I was a kid, many people don't know this. Uh, some people do. But when I was a kid, I used to go to Catholic school. Yes, you did. I'm not Catholic, never have been. But my parents did send me to Catholic school for a better education opportunity than what I had received in my kindergarten and first year, uh, first grade years uh, in public school. So I will tell you, I remember the quote unquote school issued uniform, the school issued or the Which are school blue, plant, blue pants and a white shirt. Exactly. Right. Or a blue shirt, depending on which school it is. Yeah. Um, but but I remember this this being told what to wear or khakis mm-hmm. yeah being told what to wear was a was a big issue but if but if you think about this could you imagine living here today and our clothes not just being prescribed what we should wear and then all of a sudden we go out and buy it but the government says no you wear this pair right you know uh because we we're in control they're they're in control they their lives are not their own they're not and and uh, yeah, I, I, and I think- and I'm I'm glad that you made this note in here because when we talked about chapter two, you talked about how great they had it. You know, they had food, and and these people of District Thirteen had taken them taken them in, and 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 now you're the one who's saying it's very prison like. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I I don't know why I thought that before. It's like, man, how nice would that be? In fact, I'm gonna have a. I'm going to have, a, I've got a quote in here and a little note that says, man, I wish somebody would do this for me. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't want to get political here in in this podcast. I'm not a very politically minded person and, and really try not to get too bogged down by that stuff. But it is the, the idea of the government in control and maintaining everybody's lives where you right. pretty much don't have to think for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the idea of what some people try to think they'd love to make our country right you know where the government you know had disseminates the wealth equally among everyone and and all of this other stuff man that that could seem kind of nice but at the same time it, it sounds to me like a prison right it sounds to me like it, it takes away a lot of the freedoms that that we have and and that i've come to enjoy in life and and other people say well you know of course well what about the you know the freedoms that you take and, and of course other people are left behind and you know I, I definitely understand those arguments as well but at the same time I just don't see living like this well and here's anything other than as a prisoner right and and here's what I love that it and this this is the catness that we have come to love is that underneath the clothes I keep a few items I had on me when I was lifted from the arena my Mockingjay pen Petus token the gold locket with Photos of my mother and Prim and Gail inside. That was that was Peter's token. Okay, a silver um, parachute that holds a spile for tapping trees, and the pearl Peter gave me a few hours. My page won't turn <laughs> before I blew out the force field. So I mean, here's the. Yes, she has her government issued her very prison like clothes that she has to wear every day. But we also have, we also have the rebel who we've come to love, who is keeping her things close to her. And this makes me wonder how many other people in this district have remnants of their, of yeah. their old free selves. Well, and, but, but the other one, the, the other people from district 12, they, they had to flee because they were being attacked. So I would imagine that many of them don't have anything. Right. Hmm. 
Interesting. Well, it, it, it just seems to me that, that when I read, I, I never read the, I never really noticed it until, you know, it's like here I thought this is this benevolent group of people. Right. You know, that are trying to maintain some order and stuff like that. But I, I'm starting to see District 13 not as a group of people, but literally a government. Yes. You know, a government. And, 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 and when I hear government issued clothes, I'm like, dude, this it's- is... This is messed up. It is. I, I I don't know that that this is actually any better off than what was there before. Right. Anyway, so we move on to the next highlight. So which... the next the next one you have is um you could tell me you know I'm good at keeping secrets even from mother. She's really gone then. The little girl with the back of her shirt sticking out like a ducktail. The one who needed help reaching the dishes and who begged to see the frosted cakes in the bakery window. Time and tragedy have forced her to grow too quickly, at least for my taste, into a young woman who stitches bleeding wounds and knows and knows our mother can hear only so much. Yeah. So basically the, the note that I have here is that um, Prim's innocence has been taken away from it her. Has. You know, she's been forced to grow up and think as an adult. Far too soon. As was Katniss. As was Katniss. Which was the one thing she tried to protect Prim from. But by volunteering to take her place is also the very place she forced her into. Right. You know, this is something that I think about for our kids as well. You know, I I think our culture in which we live in today has caused our children to grow up too fast. I would agree with you. You know, and, and, and I think that starts with Megan, who is... Uh, is she twelve now? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she is. Thank you. And 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 May and McKenna, who's only six. I mean, I I really feel like, and of course Matthew in in the middle. But still, I think all three of our kids at the age that they are, I think that they're. It. I I remember where I was at their age, and I was nowhere near right. as clued into the bigger picture and and the the woes of everything. It's. Right. it's I think that they've been exposed to it, and and. You know, some of that, I wonder how much of it as parents, you know, we're responsible for that. But at the same time, I, I believe it is a a what? cultural thing. And and here and the reason why I ask that, I do know some people uh, and have grown up with people who protect their kids. They put their right. kids in a bubble and stuff like that. And I've seen those kids. I've seen their kids not really be able to function, function. Right. Well, and, and I think that's the thing. I think that we as parents made some. Now, you. You say you remember, you know, being their age and not having, you know, a, a bigger picture. Um, I was raised in a circumstance where I was forced to grow up too fast. And I think then we as parents came and put those two things together and and kind of made. Kind of made um, a decision together that we were going to take some liberties where we were exposing our kids to things Rather than the playground exposing our kids right. to things. Yes, absolutely. And make this a safe place to talk about certain things and, and a safe place to come to ask your questions. So we opened that door a little bit. Um, but I, th- I feel like we were forced to in a way. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm. Yeah. It's like if we don't do this, then, you know, th- it's coming. It's whether it comes from us or not. Right. And it's and it's going to come much sooner for our children than it was going to come for us. Right. Well, it, with with yeah, the exception of your circumstances. But um one thing one thing about this that really irritates me is that um and I I've said this before, you know, they ne- um she never gave her um mother a name. 
Right. She always calls her mother. Right. And um, or she's referred to as Mrs. Everdeen. And here, Prim says even from mother. Okay. Now, mother is one thing I will not let my kids call me because it's so impersonal. Right. It's like too formal for me. But all through this story, they call her mother. And and it's like that there's this lack of relationship. Like when their dad died, so. they lost part of her. And and which they've said, you know, but but it's all very it's it's all very formal and it lacks relationship. Yeah. And I think that that I don't know, just the way that they call her mother, I, I think reinforces that. I think I think that's exactly it. I think that, you know, the the neglect of their mom during the most important and most crucial years right. of their life, especially at their at the at the moment of their greatest need for their mom, she wasn't she able wasn't to be there. there. Mm-hmm. And 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 I think that that's had an impact. And I think that that's why she's Absolutely. their mother. It is mother. a it is a they are they are by blood related right. to her as mom, right? Uh, as mother, but not as as mom. She's right. not mom. She's, she's not, not endearing. She's not this. We you know and and even still, it's it's as though at what? How old are they? Thirteen and seventeen now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's like, they're the parents still. I, 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 I think that there was a little bit of a change in, in Mrs. Everdeen when, you know, during the end of, um, the second book where she's, you know, she is taking care of people and stuff like that, but still, even, I think emotionally, emotionally, I think it's different. It's different to, um, for her to care for people, to treat wounds than it is to treat emotions. Yes. She can she can perform as an adult to do a task, mm-hmm. but emotionally she is she is their child. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I think. I All agree right. with you. Prim thinks this over and I love this. Re- read that little bit of highlight there. Katniss, I don't think you understand how important you are to the cause. Important people usually get what they want. If you want to keep Peter safe from the rebels, you can. And of course, this I love because now you have Peter, uh, you have Prim um, instilling hope within Katniss. Absolutely. And inspiring the the next movement of her next step. Right. It's like, wait a second. You know what? I And she's already made a decision to be the Mockingjay. But she's like, whoa, wait well, a second. I love when I love when Prim asks her because you want to or because you feel forced into it. I love that. I mean, that is that is a big and and Katniss answers both, I think, you know? Um and so but yeah. You know what I, I love Important about Important people usually get what they want. Yeah, and and, and, and there's nothing wrong with asking yeah. for what you want. Um, to 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 make some some demands, if you will, and you know what I'm really enjoying about this story is if you go back to to the very first few chapters of Hunger Games, and you're reading about Katniss Everdoon, who's this girl, you know, mm-hmm. and this little story, and it's just about her and her little world, and the fact that she has very little impact on the overall scheme of things, right? But now she holds it in her hand. Well, well, here's the thing: even back then you noticed that she had a massive impact on people's lives. We we learned through the story so far just how much of an impact she's had on Madge mm-hmm. and her, Madge's dad, I think. And right. of course, we don't know a lot about that right now. And hunting, and which provided food for the entire you know district. They they sold their... Yeah, and so, she, yeah. the people at the Hob, 
she had a massive amount of influence with those people. And, and, and I think what we see here is somebody who has been naturally called to be a leader, to step out and, and be the leader. And, and that time, all those times when she stood up and says, you know what, I am going to be bold. I am going to make decisions that, that maybe, maybe breaking the rules a little bit, maybe are paving the way, but I'm going to step out and I'm going to make some bold decisions. And I think that those things have led her to, to be in a place where it's prepared her to be what she is. And that is the leader of this movement uh, of the worldwide you know, at least her world, uh, worldwide movement as the Mockingjay. Right. Gotcha. What are you smiling about? I was just reading ahead. Anyway, your next note you have is, I sit at the table assigned to the Everdeens and the Hawthorns and some other refugees and shovel my food down, wishing for seconds. But there are never seconds here. They have nutrition down to a science. You leave with enough calories to take you to the next meal, no more, no less. Serving size is based on your age, weight, body type, health, and amount of physical labor required by your schedule. I love this. Okay. <laughs> now, do I want that to be government issued and forced <laughs> upon me? But it, but aren't we, aren't there people? No, but you want the option for someone to do that for you. Heck yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm it, pretty sure you can pay people to do that I, I for think you. there are. I think there are yeah. all kinds of meal plans and yeah. you pay this monthly service and they'll even deliver it to your they house. They will. And stuff like that. It'd be but better I, if they come cook it for you too. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that'd yeah. be nice. Mm-hmm. But but still, I I do love the idea. I, I I mean, outside of the story alone, I just want to say, yeah. as a personal note, if we right. could just step out of the Hunger Games trilogy story life here for just a moment and and say, just, wouldn't that be cool to sit down and and prepare ahead of time? What okay? What am I doing today? Right. You know, and and am I working? You know, am I mm-hmm. working out? Is that on my schedule? And am I sticking to my schedule? And and you know, what are my calorie requirements for the day? What, you know, the protein, the the nutritional levels right. of what I'm eating and stuff like that. Because for me, even even when, you know, I get on the counting calories and stuff like that, sometimes it's like, you know what, I just need some calories in the morning and, and I don't try to limit here. But the thing is, it's like, well, wait a second, that completely lacked protein. Right. And it's all carbohydrates. And next thing I know, I'm about ready to pass out, you know, because I, I just don't. you didn't have the right. I, I didn't have the right thing. And it's just. Having somebody else, you know, because that kind of stuff is just a pain. And and so there are some benefits. It's like, well, that's, that's not so bad. Yeah. Well, I love here how she, she comments, you know, the people from 12 are already getting slightly larger portions because they are underweight. Um, but she's, I guess, bony soldiers tire too quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It was just funny. Anyway. Well, and, and the thing is, is it, the one thing I loved about hearing this is that you know, the people in District 12 are getting more because guess what? They actually do need to bulk up a little, right? right? They they need to come to a healthy weight. And what I do hear, and this is this is one of those things where it is a positive. You know, yeah, does are, is it like a prison? Is it government issued? Is it, you know, is your is it freedom? No. Uh, but is are is there a benefit? Yes, that that you are coming to a healthier place, a healthier mm-hmm. place. Right. But at what cost is the question? You know, how much does freedom factor into this? And 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 that that is, you know, how important is freedom? I mean, it, it, what is life if life is dictated to you? If your day, if your day 
is hand stamped on the back of your hand. Which brings us to your next note, which is in some ways District 13 is even more controlling than the Capitol. Exactly. This is, this is, it's, it's like, is that really living? Right. Or is it existing? Right. And see, that's what I think, that's what I fear District 13 has done, is I, I believe that they were living with the circumstances in which the that life had dealt them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they're living with the circumstances of what life has dealt them. They are merely existing, existing. in District 13. Right. I would agree with that. Absolutely. Healthier physically? Yes. Healthier emotionally? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that I I think there's there's when you have the lack of freedom, I think that you you fundamentally are not living. I think right. that I think it is for freedom that we have been set free and that we should not <laughs> be enslaved by any yoke That's of slavery right. and bondage anymore. Hey, maybe I should make that a condition of being the mocking jay. <laughs> I that love I can feed you turnips? <laughs> uh no, that we can hunt. Yeah, so um basically they want a little bit more freedom. Yes. They, they want to be able to get out and get some fresh air. Yes. And uh, so the thing is, of course, that that is one of basically she's coming up with her list. of Her list. And, and here it is here or here it comes. This is it. Probably my only chance to bargain. Think. What else Wait, do you want? Hold on. I love this. She, she's like, so this is where uh, this is where she's already talking to Kane, right? At this point. Coin. Coin. Yeah, that's what I meant. My name is um, Katlasa. I think she's getting ready to. Or is this where she's... De- okay, go ahead. I, th- I think she's getting ready Wait, no, to. Let's see here. They're by on the- there. She says, by the time we get to command, Coin, Plutarch, and all their people... All this... Okay, she's sitting down. She's yeah. asked them for a couple minutes. Right. Okay, so she's got okay. the piece of paper. Now she's writing down a list, and she's already written down the big things that right. she's already discussed. Buttercup, and she's like, hunting, I should probably come up with immunity, a little bit more. Announced in public. Think, what else do I want? This it, is it. Can I read this, or do you want to read this one? Can you read it the way that I read it? <laughs> go ahead all right check this out so this is it probably my only chance to bargain ah oh, think mm, what else do i want um oh i feel him standing at my shoulder gail i add him to the list i don't think i can do this without him <laughs> that's hilarious i love the way you read that it, it's just funny ah uh, so you know even in my note is let's see here let me see if i can find my note on this one because this note is great even here gail is just an afterthought just an afterthought (laughs) because the headaches coming on and my thoughts begin to tangle begin to tangle i shut my eyes and start to recite silently my name is katniss everdeen i am 17 years old my home is district 12 i was in the hunger games i escaped the Capitol hates me Peter was taken prisoner he is alive he is a traitor but alive. I have to keep him alive. And Gail equals not in the picture. No, okay. She didn't even mention this. The pencil moves across the page <laughs> on its own. I open my eyes and see the wobbly letters. I kill snow. If he's captured, I want the privilege. Okay. So that she, she's got one final uh, condition or ultimatum of being the Mockingjay. Yep. All right, so finally it's worked out that we will be moved to... Oh, okay, so she's starting to give these. And one of the first ones is that we want we want to hunt, right? Yes. And uh, she loves this. Uh, it's finally worked out that we'll be moved to the top level 
at, which has a the luxury of an eight inch window above ground. This is for Buttercup, so he can come and go. Yes. Yes. So w- immediately, I'm thinking we're moving on up. <laughs> I don't think it's a deluxe apartment in the sky, though. It's a deluxe apartment <laughs> with a still skylight. Underground. They're still with underground. With an eight inch skylight. They're still in the ground, <laughs> wearing government issued clothes, They're eating moving. only what they want them to be fed. They're still moving on up, All and, right. and there is a deluxe apartment there. All right. With a sky view. Yeah, wait till they describe it. It's not so deluxe. <laughs> really, the only addition is the eight inch window. Okay. Well, don't tell me. I don't want to know anything about that stuff. Did they that describe? was all described. Everything looks the same. I mean, oh, okay. That's okay. fine. Anyway. All right. Plutarch. Go ahead. Plutarch begins to explain the drawbacks here. The dangers, the extra security, the risk oh, of injury. This is the hunting. This is the hunting. Okay. But Coin cuts him off. No. Let them. Give them two hours a day deducted oh, a from their training time. Just a second. I want to say before I said one of the first things she demands is the go hunting. And they gave her the apartment. That was wrong. It was keeping that silly cat. Which is what I just said. Right. Yes, and I so said, I just I said the say, apartment I was, was for the cat. Yeah, okay. I, never mind. Go ahead. Got it. All right. This is the hunting. All right. So, um, no, let them. Give them two hours a day deducted from their training time. A quarter mile rani- radius with communication units and tracker anklets. Okay. Can we say you are under house arrest? Right. Dude. You're like, how can you not consider yourself as prisoners of, of, of District 13? Right. Now, oh, oh, I know how. Because this is for your protection. We will be able to know where you are at all times so that we can protect. No. Okay, is- they're only going to be in a half mile radius, a quarter mile radius. You can yell for them. Yeah. Like, you could peek your head up out of the little, the little, um, but they're getting yeah. tracker. You could anklets. you could call for them. I get uh, the, this clearly communicates. We don't trust, trust you. you. It does. So so coin asks what's next. And Katniss responds. Gail. I'll need him with me to do this with you. How off camera by your side at all times. Do you want him presented as your new lover? Coin asks. Yes. Blech. So, so basically they're like, (laughs) and this isn't like mocking or anything like this. This is just very matter of the fact. It's like, I know she is. She's just, how do you want exactly how? And yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, the thing is though, is that she doesn't really go into the, the feeling of how this makes her feel. Does she? Um, no, she, 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 it was just like, yeah, well, I guess this makes sense. This makes sense. The, the, the point is, is they're, they're making a big deal out of this. It's like, we let's present him as your cousin, you know, cause we want to, we want to keep people, you know, connected to you as the, you know, as, as being in love with PETA and that you're carrying his unborn child mm-hmm. and, and stuff of that nature. So, yes. Uh, and, and she really doesn't go into details about, you know, the, even what these prospects prospects would mean one way or the other. And and I think it's pretty clear that, you know, when she's she's saying, I'm Katniss Everdeen, I, my home is District 12, you know, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened, this has happened, and I must save PETA. Right. And the fact that Gail does not enter into that equation communicates to me that really, but I don't think- having Gail has nothing to do me with me it doesn't. being in love with him. It's it's an emotional support. It, I, I believe that he- has become her new coping mechanism. Yeah. In public. Yeah. I she think still so. thrashes in her sleep. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, he is the rebound guy. He is completely. He is the rebound guy. But here's the thing. I I know I I, I give Gail a hard time. Oh, do that. you really? I do. And it's all in fun. I had never heard of that. Really? Before. No. I okay. Well, let me tell guessed. you how I really feel. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I know, right? So, um, I do give him a hard time, but I will say that at this point in the story, Katniss does not know that she's in love with Peta. Okay. She has not yet discovered that part of herself. Right. Well, and that I guess that makes sense. She's preoccupied with she you is. know. Staying alive? Staying alive all the time. Staying alive. Sorry. Staying alive. <laughs> I started that with the hand movement. I know you did. I really, I apologize. So um, next on the list is that when the war is over, if we've won, PETA will be pardoned. Yeah. Dead silence in the room. And not only PETA, but she's... And then she says, no, no form of punishment will be inflicted. The same goes for the other captured tributes, Johanna and Eben Enobaria. Enobaria. Yep. Eno, whatever. It was close enough. Got it. Okay. At least I put the O before the B this time. Yes. Okay. Anyway. And then I love when she's like, frankly, I don't care about her, <laughs> but it frankly, seems wrong. My darling. I don't give a dang. Um, I said dang. I heard you. Okay. I was um, like, I was looking over. I, I was know, like, am I going to have to edit that one out? To, yeah. See, no, I did a good job. And no, coin says flatly, yes, I shoot back. It's not their fault you abandoned them in the arena. Who knows what the Capitol's doing to them? They'll be tried with other, with other war criminals and treated as the tribunal sees fit, she says. They'll be granted immunity. I feel myself rising from my chair, my vo voice full and resonant. You will personally pledge this in front of the entire population of District 13 and the remainder of 12. Soon, today, it will be recorded for future generations. I love this. Um, I and, and you know what? I, I It's like, that's her. I hear Fulvius hiss to Plutarch right there. With the costume, gunfire in the background, just a hint of smoke. Yes, that's what we want, says Plutarch. It is. Breast. But I, I, I love, love when this. you didn't highlight the rest of this from, from Katniss. Is you will hold yourself and your government responsible for their safety, or you'll find yourself another Mockingjay. Yeah, and good luck with that. Exactly. I've already laid down the groundwork. <laughs> Prim has already told me I'm important. Exactly. I like Prim. All right. So I, I, I love I'll this. perform when you've made the announcement. This, this is this is the leader. You know, Katniss is not a pawn in the hands of the District 13 government. Right. She is not going to be controlled by the Capitol. She will not be controlled by anybody in District 13. You want to know why she won't? Because she understands that she has nothing really to lose. I mean, she's already lost pretty much everything. Now, right. the, is it PETA and all the? But the thing is, is she knows that this is this is what matters. Mm -hmm. And if if I can't have these things, then forget it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Freedom doesn't matter to me. 
anyway if freedom, I cannot freedom, have the, food, none of it. That none you of have it to matters. Offer. Absolutely. And, and and obviously, look at this. You you're not you know my prison go- government issued prison uniform. You know my <laughs> government issued food. You know my government issued ankle bracelet. Give me a break. Right. You know what? It, you can tr- you can put that tracker on me. I, I'm I, I am my own person, and that's that's the only thing I I wonder is why would she allow them to do the ankle bracelet? Right. But that being said, well, some things are easy easier to comply with than to fight. Well, that's the thing. She's got to pick our battles. Yeah. And stuff like that. But uh, she, I, what I loved here is she is the leader. She is the leader. You know what? This this coin so, coin says I'll make the announcement today. Yeah, is there right, anything left on your list, Katniss? My papers crumbled into a ball in my right fist. I flatten the sheet against the table and read the rickety letters. One more thing. I kill snow. For the first time ever, I see the hint of a smile on the president's lips. When the time comes, I'll flip you for it. <laughs> and, and I actually, my note, if you click on it, just says LOL. It's fantastic because I laughed out loud. It it was it was good. That was I enjoyed good. it. Yep. Yep. So the next thing, the next thing <laughs> I have. This, Sorry. What I have a I have a vision in my mind uh-huh. of when the time came, and I can't tell you about that, but okay, I'm enjoying the vision in gotcha. my head. So nice. And for those who have finished the book, mm-hmm. are enjoying the vision in my head too. <laughs> nice. Cool. All right. The swoop of the helmet. The swoop of the helmet, the curve to the breastplate, the slight fullness of the sleeves that allows the white folds under the arms to show. In his hands, I am again a mockingjay. Cinna, I whisper. Yes. He made me promise not to show you this book until you decided to be the mockingjay on your own. Believe me, I was very tempted, says Plutarch. Go on. Flip through. And then I love this. We we basically get to see that, that you know, before Senna basically uh, sacrificed his life in defiance to the Capitol. Absolutely. On the he, final page. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. On the final page, under a sketch of my mocking Jay pen, Senna's written, I am still betting on you. Yeah. And I love this. He believed in her and he gave everything he had to show her that. And, and and see, this is the thing, you know, she fell silent here, but, but the, for just a moment, but the thing is, is that what, what I love about this, what this says about this is that Cinna saw her as the leader of this movement. And these she, happened before she went to the quarter quell. Exactly. She knew, uh, you know, and, and, and not only that Plutarch knew mm-hmm. that she is the leader. Uh, I don't think Cain is, or Coin. I don't think Coin understands just how much Katniss is this leader. Right. I, I think, think President Coin thinks that she's the leader. I agree with you. And I think that I think that Coin is using Plutarch and Katniss and the refugees of twelve to work out her own plan. Mm-hmm. But I think Plutarch has a plan of his own. Yes. That has nothing to do with coin. And I but think, he's using her also. And I think Katniss, for resources. I think Katniss, and of course I know you've read the story the rest of the story I have not. I think Katniss does not yet have a plan of her own. 
But but I think one will develop and okay. she will be the one whose plan is carried out. Okay. And, you know, the next book after this will be President Everdeen. Okay. Except there's not a book after this. <laughs> Yet. Okay. All right. All right. It can't be called a trilogy if she writes another book. Well, you know what? They Who cares? Okay. Break the rules. So, um, but we have BT um, about... Actually, it's Beatty. Anyway, about 10 years ago, he essentially redesigned the underground network that transmits all the programming. He thinks there's a reasonable chance it can be done. Of course, we'll need something to air. So, Katniss, the studio awaits your pleasure. All right. So, basically, Katniss is going to be presented to everyone in the world, or at least her world. Um, Okay. And... uh, we will uh, basically see that she needs to, um, you know, get ready, if you will, right. to be she, presented. She does, and and here's here's one thing I know. Um, when they're talking about how you know um, about getting her ready, and and you know what is really going to whisper, and or what is really going to work, and and you have her uniform but she's scarred and bloody and you know what what is going to work for a visual of the leader of the rebellion and so they're discussing this amongst themselves and um gail whispers in her ear so well intended and yet so insulting and she says welcome to the capital yeah i love because in essence it's still the same you know they're still dressing her they're still trying to put words in her mouth. It's the other capital. It's, it's the other capital, right? It's the it's the wicked capital of the West, right? So they set out, or the East. Th- so they set out, and they're going down. Um, the elevator descends 10, 20, 30 plus levels. This place is huge. Farther down than I even knew. District thirteen went. So they're going down, 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 and. So they get down to the bottom. That's my chance. I dart around the distracted guard, push open the door marked 3908, and find them. Half naked, bruised, and shackled to the wall. Who? My prep team. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. My friends, that is going to cover it here for Chapter 3 of The Hunger Games. We hope that you enjoy this podcast. And if you do, please tell somebody else to go to Hunger Games Podcast. Dot com again hungergamespodcast.com if you what what are you laughing at i was just laughing at what they could do if they didn't enjoy it ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, too funny and uh, if you really enjoy our podcast why not head over to itunes and do a search for hunger games podcast and if you find our show there leave us a five star review write us a review that would be awesome and if you're a Gale fan, I guess uh, there's some other podcasts that you can find out there that would probably administer to your emotional needs. <laughs> and if you don't know that we're kidding, well, then you probably won't care that much anyway. So anyway, until next time, my friends, we want to thank you for joining the, the community. community. You changed it. I'm sorry. You threw me. I'm sorry. Until next time, my friends.